Hello. Hi everyone. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a better future. This is Naveen and I am with my co-host Sudhakar. Dear listeners, in this episode we want to socialize all of you with an important topic GDPR which stands for Global Data Protection Regulation. To talk about GDPR, we have with us an information security leader, John, who has 14 years of experience in diversified information security and cybersecurity practices. John started his career with Tech Mahindra, that is erstwhile Satyam, later joined ADP as junior project manager. He went on to work with United Health Group, CDK Global, Virtusa, Yes Technologies and is currently associated with a product based organization in Hyderabad. John is a cyber security advocate and CISO, IDG CSO 100 and IT Next 100 honoree that is for the year of 2019. Coming to his education, he holds a masters in information security systems from Usmania University. Hi John, welcome to our podcast series. and we are happy to have you as our guest thank you for having me and i'm equally excited to be part of this series on gdpr and its regulatory requirements thank you john data is the new oil is perhaps one of the most popular catchphrases that can describe the fuel that makes our increasingly interconnected world go around at the beginning of 2020 the digital universe was estimated to consist of 44 jettabytes of data also as per industry reports by 2025 there would be 75 billion internet of things iot devices in the world which means more and more data will be generated in the world as of 2013 experts believe that 90% of the world's data was generated just from 2011 to 2012 john in this connected world given the importance of data what do you think is importance of data protection regulations like gdpr yes identity is a new currency in our world today It is obvious that the threat of attacks on personal data is very real. If you see in 2017 there were over 3.8 billion internet users who consumed over 44 billion gigabytes of data per day. You could imagine how huge this. Now the data moves in microseconds as we know. We move so much faster than that. Knowing this, how does want to protect their individual data and ensure that we are safe well here's where gdpr comes in now gdpr is a regulation created in 2016 it's a law enacted by the european union parliament and is the most comprehensive privacy regulation that is prepared till date now the goal is to harmonize modernize and strengthen data privacy and processing policies across eu member state 
worldwide. So GDPR has moved data protection and privacy from a back office to often ignored compliance matter to an important issue that is now the agenda of all companies, large and small. Now, how many articles GDPR contains? Overall, it has 99 articles covering basic data privacy for all Europe Union citizens. This regulation requires businesses to protect the personal data and privacy of every EU citizens of EU member states. That is amazing. All right, John. GDPR is one of the important laws that has been passed recently in the world and there have been numerous projects initiated in order to make the applications and the organizations compliant to GDPR. In fact, it is a win for all the citizens of European Union for having that kind of provision in their country. So do we have anything like GDPR applicable for India? Absolutely. We do have one which is in draft, right? That's the draft of Arsenal Data Protection Bill is being already introduced in the Indian Parliament on December 11, 2019, right? So what this bill does or what it means to Indian citizen is the bill applies to all Indian companies, Indian citizens and any other persons or bodies incorporated or created under Indian law. The bill will set rules on how personal data should be processed and stored and list people's right with respect to their personal information. That is, you and I will have the all authority to control our personal data. That is really amazing. So there is a bill that we are conceptualizing which will be taking the precautions both from the company or the country and also from the personal standpoint. That is really good to know, John. Can you share with our listeners on how this GDPR is implemented in these systems? Sure. So it is not as complicated as the articles that are under GDPR. So firstly, we must understand what type of data resides in our environment. Then do a quick data classification to identify sensitive or the scoped data that we handle day in and day out. Once the in-scope data is identified, privacy by design, which is a critical lifeline of GDPR, is to be implemented into the systems and processes in accordance to the data subject rights. Data subject here is the end users of our clients' products. Now, policies and procedures for handling any security breaches needs to be implemented into our IT systems to govern GDPR related data. So at its heart, however, data protection is about the same issues, understanding what data you hold and why you hold. Now, businesses need to review their data protection policies and technologies to check they are compliant from time to time basis. They should also have a third party regulated body as an independent auditor for providing a consulting services to ensure that your organization remains GDPR compliant. 
Well, you can see that organizations must be also proactive to protect the data they are accountable for. Encrypt it and always keep the data with your security solutions. Meaning, have the security solutions that will protect your data. Examples are data leakage prevention, which is the DLP. If you see any of the data which is sensitive, which is going out of your environment, these solutions will immediately alert you so that you can take appropriate actions in terms of really releasing this data to the outside world or containing it within your environment. Because what GDPR also has along with its 99 articles is some heavy fines, penalties, if a customer data is being breached. We are talking about 4% of the annual turnover of the organization or 20 million euros, whichever is high. That's a huge penalty. Companies have to adhere to policies of protecting this data. So better be safe than sorry. Thanks for your wonderful insights, John. Right. So how can data regulation and other interdependencies be pursued as a career? Are there any courses related to GDPR that the students and young professionals can learn? Yes, recent surveys by Gartner says regulatory compliance and governance related jobs are expected to raise by 30% in the next five years. So if you are a person of interest towards ID securities and possess some niche skills that can help enterprise to strengthen its security landscape, then you are in the right place to pursue it as your career and farewell. There are several roles, in fact, in regulation that one can find in an IT industry. To start with, ISO 27001 being, you know, a security implementist or a security auditor, could be an internal auditor or could be an IT network auditor, etc. would be a good place to start. Now, when you even talk about certifications or any courses around this, we do have renowned institutes such as BSI and PCB. They provide several of security-related certifications and courses. And well, since GDPR came in effective 25th May 2018, there are a lot of courses now and certifications around GDPR as well that are available in the market. Well, as we all know, e-learning is also something that has been uh, rapidly increasing its stage in the internet. We have few sites like Cybrary, Lynda.com and Pluralsight amongst many others, which provide really good security certifications and courses. I think, John, you rightly mentioned about this ISO 27001 auditing. So probably that is one good area which our listeners can leverage by exploring more details about it and can take a decision in case if they wanted to pursue some role like an auditor. So thanks for sharing those details. And at the same time, you also mentioned about lynda.com and right now it is acquired by LinkedIn and probably they can explore LinkedIn learning for these courses along with Cybrary and Plural site. That is correct. Thank you for sharing. From governance, risk and compliance, GRC standpoint, how does GDPR impact the businesses, John? Good question, Sudhakar. So GDPR has made a tremendous impact on how businesses handle data. 
right so most organizations are now required to have a legitimate interest to collect and use data which means they no longer can collect the data just because they can you have to understand the kind of policy the gdpr has gotten us into right we have the authority over our customers but at the same time we can't really collect all of the data organizations also must delete that data after its intended use can no longer retain that information indefinitely right say for an example a customer is with us for 2 years we need to have that data for 2 years and as a governance requirement depending on our industry there is a record retention period it could be defined in the policy in the consent taken between the customers and us say for example we are having the record retention for 2 to 3 years and above that 3 years i'm not supposed to have that customer data i'm supposed to delete it right there are tough penalties for those companies in organizations who don't comply with gdpr right because gdpr finds are up to 4% of annual global revenue or 20 million euros as i said earlier which is greater right now that's a serious impact to a business at at any level john i think the focus has been more on the business and the regulatory or the governing bodies as such but do you think gdpr is good for the customers that's again an excellent question now uh, navin if you see gdpr now has shifted the entire authority towards the customer now customer is truly a king now customer knows how much of data that i need to give to to probably an employer or to a person that he is doing business with so gdpr has raised awareness among customers on their rights regarding personal data that has been collected and processed customers now have the right to provide consent on the type of data collected and the right to revoke the provided data at any time they need so they are assured about their personal data being handled with care that is really great because customers are aware about the new policy and they can declare and choose when and what to be disclosed and when and what can be revoked i think that is a great weapon in customers hands it is so john how is the data regulation different from data audit because we generally hear that you know we are auditing something can you share with our audience on what kind of roles we do have in that security space and what are the skills that they should be focusing on yes sudhakar i would be happy to let you know so regulation is a law or a set of rules or standards against which the audits are performed so when we put a scope for an audit we have to do an audit against a rule against a law so that rule or law is called as a regulation right so we must focus on the it audit area if they want to pursue a rules like gdpr lead auditor start from internal it security auditor and then expand towards iso 27001 and gradually into data regulation rules now as we know in the current world the regulation rules and the compliance related rules are increasing though they are not much of technical but you have to be technically sound to understand 
the compliance around those technical components. So get the basics right. Your foundation and understanding of information security, including compliance and government programs, must be strong. You can start from IT Security Auditor. This will set your basics of information security straight. Gradually pick and focus on the skills you would like to pursue. Right? It could be GDPR, it could be ISO, it could be risk management, it could be third-party vendor management. Well, there are diversified role in the security space. Laterally, you can move even to the cybersecurity, handling incident management, application security, so on and so forth. Excellent. So, John, this is very critical and sensitive in nature, both from the organization standpoint and from the customer standpoint. So. How do you keep yourself up to date as your core responsibility is to protect this critical data in your organization? Hackers always come up with some new ways to disrupt the ecosystem. So how to ensure that new safeguards are maintained and ensuring that the ecosystem is evolved over the period of time? So if we are able to set our priorities by the start of the day, it would be much easier for us in the roles that we play day in and day out. Now, I am into the security field for almost like around 14 years. I have few favorites which I wanted to do when I start my day and I follow it. I have to be updated as well, right? So if you see on a hand, hackers community and technology is increasing rapidly and I must equally advance my skills and catch up with the latest threats and attacks to keep my organization safe. So one of the thumb rule here is always having your IT environment have the latest security patches and review the security posture in a timely manner. End of the day, you as a security leader are responsible for any breaches that happens in our organization. I think those are wonderful tips, John. With your experience with quite a few organizations so far, what are some of the important and unique lessons that you learned in your career journey? Well, every organization that I work with has given me different lessons. I was with organizations which were into payroll, which were into banking, which were into healthcare, which was into service-oriented organization. It's most important the kind of security that you provide in your organizations that you're working could be different from what it is out there as a standard right so you as a security leader have to understand the threat landscape of your IT environment of any organization that you work first understand what could be a threat say for an example if it is a banking domain as an organization that you are into you need to understand what are the threats right what are the sensitive informations of a banking domain industry then constantly upgrade the technology around security in whatever organization that you're working so that way what's happening is what was secured way of protecting data yesterday is no more secure today yesterday we definitely had a solid technology or a piece of software that was protecting our technology or was protecting our environment. Tomorrow, you never know if it is going to be secure. Mm -hmm. 
I think this is a great point. So whatever the safeguards that you play put in place yesterday may no longer be applicable today. So we may have to constantly upgrade our systems to protect them. That is correct. Thanks for bringing those important aspects, John. Now coming to the book part. What is one book that you recommend our audience to enhance their knowledge on security as a must read? Well, if one want to start in the security, it's very hard for me to narrow it down to one book. However, I could say one of the very basic book to start with is Information Security Principles and Practice. by Mark Stump. You even have a podcast series, one of the available as well in iTunes, but that would be a good one to start for for a beginner level to start on security. That is amazing. Thank you John for that uh, sharing the book details. I'm sure our uh, listeners would definitely want to start from there to understand the various dimensions within the security domain. Thank you so much for accepting our invitation. It was indeed a great conversation with various aspects of data regulations and of course primarily GDPR. Even though implemented in EU, now it has become more like a norm across the globe. So thank you very much John for enthralling our audience with deep dive uh, details about GDPR and other regulations around it. Thank you Sudhakar. Thank you Naveen for having me. It was wonderful to share some insights around GDPR. Thank you again. All right, thanks again John. Dear listeners, to know more about our speakers and the content, visit or follow us on social media or feel free to email us and we will be happy to share further details with you. All right? So this brings us to the trivia segment of this episode and today's trivia is about security specifically about EMV cards majority of us are using EMV cards or i would say have been using EMV based credit cards and debit cards for last few years but do we know the underlying details to start with EMV stands for europe mastercard and visa so it is a global standard for chip based debit and credit card transactions it is a joint effort between europe mastercard and visa to ensure security and global acceptance to that mastercard and visa cards can continue to be used everywhere so that though emv card has been in existence for the last 2 to 3 years and getting popular but the technology has been around since 1986 it was first implemented in france with germany following shortly after and now it has become a globally accepted standard All right so if you'd like to share any trivias please feel free to share them through email the guiding voice number 4 letter u at gmail.com or you can sms us or whatsapp us on india number 9494587187 we will not only share the best trivias in future episodes but we'll also announce your names on this show again folks we are open for suggestions on topics that you'd like to hear from us through email Our email address is the guiding voice number 4 letter u at gmail.com I repeat the email address is the guiding voice number 4 letter u at gmail.com and you may also whatsapp us on india number 9494587187 request you to like our page on facebook facebook.com/theguidingvoice number 4 letter u 
and follow us on twitter twitter.com/guidingvoice to stay tuned about future episodes there is more in store until next time have a wonderful time take care and be safe thank you for listening thank you so much Thank <laughs> you.